Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 15, verses 1 through 4. Yesterday we talked about we're kind of in a stretch of text right now that is pretty harsh. God, through Jeremiah, is communicating his displeasure with his people, communicating that he is going to punish them severely for their sin, for their turning to false gods, for their refusing to hear his word, for their putting their hope in their own hearts and and following their own hearts, being prideful for their false prophets that are not teaching them what God's word says. And we're going to get a little bit more of that today. Verses 1 through 4 in chapter 15. Then the Lord said to me, Though Moses and Samuel stood before me, yet my heart would not turn toward this people. Send them out of my sight and let them go. And when they ask you, where shall we go? You shall say to them, thus says the Lord, those who are for pestilence to pestilence, those who are for the sword to the sword, and those who are for famine to famine, and those who are for captivity to captivity. I will appoint over them four kinds of destroyers, declares the Lord the sword to kill, the dogs to tear, the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth to devour and destroy. And I will make them a horror to all the kingdoms of the earth because of what Manasseh, the son of Hezekiah, the king of Judah, did in Jerusalem. You remember that Manasseh was a king who ruled between 697 and 642 BC. He committed idolatry. He practiced child sacrifice. He used fortune tellers, and he generally led the people of God to hate God's word. And so this is just one guy, but there's been a whole track record of this kind of stuff going on, and God's done with it. And friends, what I said yesterday, and we've said several times throughout the Bible overview, what I'm going to say again is that this is not this is not evidence for God somehow being unfair or mean or maniacal. This is a glimpse, and it is by God's grace that he gives us this glimpse, because we need to understand this. If we don't understand the seriousness of sin, if we don't understand how huge the chasm is between where he is, perfect, holy, just, righteous, and where we are, completely sinful, dirty, unworthy, then if we don't understand that, then then we're really not going to appreciate God's grace and his compassion. We're not going to appreciate the sacrifice of Jesus Christ because if it's just a small gap between us and God, then Jesus Christ is just a small savior. But if it's a huge gap, if it's an enormous gap that warrants this kind of reaction from God toward his own people, his chosen and beloved people who have strayed away from him, then it's a huge savior that covers that chasm for us. And that's exactly what Jesus Christ did. There's a hymn that Keith and Karen Getty wrote, the Gettys. You might be familiar with it. It's called In Christ Alone. I'm going to share a little bit. I'm looking at an article on my computer screen right now from 2013. And I'm going to try to keep this somewhat generic. But there is a popular mainline denomination in the United States. I alluded to this yesterday. And the reason I'm bringing this up is to highlight again the fact that there are people under the name of Christianity who are trying to convince us that God is not the way that the Bible says he is in Jeremiah. That somehow a softer, nicer, fit him in your pocket, pull him out like a genie in a bottle, make you feel good, build your self-esteem God. Somehow in those people's mind, that's a better God than a God who is 
vengeful towards sin and full of wrath towards sin and holy and righteous and punishes sin. And uh, to the point I made earlier, I would say that not only is it not biblical, but it's not helpful because it ultimately ends up watering down the gospel message when we get to that. But here's this article where this popular denomination wanted to put this song by the Gettys, which is called In Christ Alone, in their hymn book, but they asked permission to change the lyrics so it would fit a little bit more of their soft-pedaled view of the character of God. Here's what they wanted to change. If you're familiar with that song, and I'll put a link to the song in this podcast notes, you can listen to it. It says, Till on the cross, as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. That's the true lyric from the chorus of that song. They wanted to change it to, Till on the cross, as Jesus died, the love of God was magnified. So rather than talking about God's wrath being satisfied by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, this denomination wanted to talk about the love of God being magnified. And of course, it's maybe semantics because in God's wrath being satisfied by Christ, God's love was also magnified. But the point is, is that they're wanting to turn away from this idea that there is a God of wrath whose wrath needs to be satisfied by Jesus Christ. And the truth is that if Christ doesn't die on the cross and live a perfect life before his death, and if God doesn't set it up so that after Christ rises from the grave and allows anybody who puts their faith and trust in Christ to receive his righteousness, to receive the perfection that he lived on this earth, and to have the punishment he paid in their place, death and separation from God spiritually, if that's not available to be paid through faith in Christ, then friends, the Bible is very clear. We are still under God's wrath. We're deserving of the same kind of punishment that Jeremiah is talking about being poured out on God's people, Judah and Israel, because of their sin. And so we're trying to promote this message that, yeah, God is very serious about sin. God is very serious about punishing sin, and it's Good that he is that way, because if he wasn't that way, then he wouldn't be God. God can't be perfect and holy and blameless and righteous and also tolerate sin. God must punish sin if he's perfect, holy, blameless, and righteous, and there must be a solution to his wrath. Otherwise, we're in trouble. And that very solution is Jesus Christ. On the cross when he died, for those who had put their faith and trust in him, the wrath of God was satisfied. And that's great, great news, guys. I don't want to be part of a ministry or a strand of Christianity that shies away from that. Rather, I want to fully embrace the wrath of God so that when Jesus Christ dies on the cross and rises again and offers me forgiveness and salvation and new life through faith in him, that ends up being earth-shattering world-changing, life-altering stuff, not just some cute little thing that I show up for church on Sunday once in a while, throw a few bucks in the plate once in a while, but something that changes my whole life and that I build my life on. And I hope that you're with me in that. Lord, would you help us to take your character seriously, not try to soften it, not try to fit it into our own understanding so that it's more palatable to our senses but that we would take you at face value as you are here in Jeremiah 15 and 14 and other parts of the Bible as a God who hates sin and will punish it severely. And then help us to roll over quickly to how awesome, awesome, awesome is your grace 
which is available to us through Christ, which we don't deserve at all, but which satisfies your wrath and allows us to be part of your family. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.